Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's um, TLF Community Zoom call, our Thriving Lives podcast. Um, tonight's topic is going to be a, a very short, simple, quick and easy one, talking about the difference between relying on motivation or focusing more on momentum. Um, I think this is a big one that speaks to a lot of people. It's always something I have uh, questions about um, from clients almost almost on a weekly basis, or maybe not questions, but you know, communicating that they are struggling with motivation and a lack thereof. Um, and then I also have at the end of the call, um, a check-in from a client this last week. Um, so many good things in this check-in. You're going to, I'm excited to kind of dive into it um, and talk about why this is such a good check-in and kind of our perspective on what a good check-in is versus a bad check-in and things like that. So real quick, we're going to dive into um, motivation versus momentum. I also like using motivation versus discipline as well with things. So, so many people, first off, when you reach out to, to, to me to start your, your program or whatever the case is, you're motivated. Whatever that is, maybe it's, it's you're not liking how you're looking, you're not liking how you're feeling, you have a wedding coming up, you have a trip coming up. There's some sort of a catalyst that has been like, okay, now's the time. And for some people, it might just be enough is enough. I've, I've felt bad for so long that it's time I do something about it. So uh, we're all motivated on that day one, on that week one. Um, but then reality really hits us because now we're getting into the difficulties and the reason why that you probably haven't been living a healthy lifestyle or living a balanced lifestyle in the first place. And that's because it's very difficult to, to, to manage these things with our normal everyday stressors, our normal everyday, you know, work routines, family routines, and all that good stuff. Um, so ultimately what it comes down to everybody here for the most part, it's not for a vanity purpose. I mean, there might be a small um, aspect of vanity with all this stuff, but ultimately we're here for much bigger reasons. Um, Now, what's crucial is that you continue coming back to what were those motivating factors? Why did you start in the very first place? On those bad weeks, you definitely want to revisit what is your main source of motivation here. Um, that's, That's absolutely crucial. But so many people get stuck on, well, I'm not motivated, so I didn't I didn't meal prep this week. I wasn't motivated, so I didn't eat my meals this week. I wasn't motivated, so I didn't go to the gym. I wasn't motivated, so this and that and this and that. And ultimately, when we're relying on that motivation, that shit's going to ebb and it's going to flow. You know, me, I've been, um, you know, training in the gym for at least 15 years at this point in my life. Um, and obviously the first five to, to eight years were easy. They were fun. I was in high school, I was in college and I had all the time in the world to go, you know, carve out, I didn't even have to carve out time. I just had all the time in the world to go get it done. Uh, but you know, the past eight years or so, it's definitely been more of a, of a, of a balancing act, a juggling act. And I think, you know, as, as I get older, as we all get older and, you know, I've got a baby on the way and things like that, um, it comes down much more to, I mean, there's going to be so many days where I'm not motivated in the future. And even right now, there's so many days here, here this past month, you know, usually May is such a, uh, an exciting time because I'm getting out of school soon. It's warmer outside. The pool season's coming up. I got a vacation coming up, whatever the case is. So it's easy to be motivated. I think for me personally here recently, it's been, uh, um, I, since I won't be teaching anymore after this, I have a greater deal of stress that kind of has come with that. Uh, but I haven't been motivated whatsoever. Uh, but that doesn't mean that I just let let things go. So that's why we we come back to okay, where's mom, our momentum at? That's why that's you know, the, the kind of basis of this call is is not focusing on on us being truly motivated on an every single day basis. It's that our bigger goals are going to take us you know time to get there, and there's going to be a lot of tough days in between now and then. 
So if we're giving up and, and cashing it in on the days that we don't feel like doing it, we're never going to get to whatever that six month goal is. I mean, even what that, that month goal is, let alone six month or a year. Um, so, you know, that that's crucial to then come back to, okay, where's our momentum at? You know, I always kind of talk about this as a, as a, you know, a healthy lifestyle is, and I forgot what the, the old mythology situation was the dude had to roll up a boulder up a hill. That's all I remember from mythology class. Um, and he had to roll it up for, for an eternity. Well, in, in my mind, that's kind of how a healthy lifestyle is, especially with so many factors, environmental factors, family factors that are constantly pulling us into unhealthy directions. Um, so, so our healthy lifestyle is this giant boulder that we're pushing up a hill and, um, you can of course stop, you can pause, you can sit there and just kind of rest against that boulder. But what we never want to do is step out of the way and watch that shit roll down the hill because then we've lost all momentum. And now our momentum, instead of going, you know, just being stopped or plateaued for a minute, now it's completely in the gutter. Now it's completely all the way back down that hill. And so then we have to go all the way back over and start back over to kind of rebuild this stuff. So what I always look at is you're, you're going to have an ebb and flow of, of motivation. Um, you're even going to have a little bit of an ebb and flow of, of momentum. But the key with this is that you're not, when you're falling off motivation, you're not just completely letting that boulder go back down the hill. You are, are, are maintaining a healthy baseline of just the things you can control. You know, here recently I've been, I've had after school activities, which I usually don't have a whole lot of um, on top of everything else I've had going on. So workouts have been, have taken a backseat the past few weeks. Plus my body's felt kind of beat up. So at this point, I'm like, you know, I'm going to listen to my body, give myself that rest um, and not overstress myself trying to carve out, you know, extra workouts. You know, when I got home today, I walked boss because he needed that walk. And, and that was about it in terms of exercise besides what I got at school. But I'm not letting go of my nutrition. I'm not letting go of my sleep. And if anything, I'm more dialed in food-wise. I'm more dialed in sleep-wise and all the other things that I can control because I don't want to let that boulder roll down the hill. Because if I let go of my workouts and I let go of everything else, who knows when I lock back in? And I think this is where a lot of people suffer at is they start losing motivation and then they lose all their momentum that they had. And now they're stuck back at square one. And then getting that motivation to get locked back in um, is very, very, very difficult. And so that's why we never really want to completely fall off. We just want to slow down at the very worst. And so that's kind of what this phase has been for me the past few weeks is just a slowdown phase. I'm, main, I'm maintaining what I can nutrition-wise and sleep-wise and all that good stuff. And then I know that once you know June gets here, I've got a good clean runway to kind of get locked in. And everybody's years look a little bit different than that. And you all have, we, we all are going to have times where it's super busy and we can only control 50% of our things. And there's going to be other times where we have this perfect smooth runway where we have a couple weeks, you know, it might only be two weeks. It might be, you know, three out of four weeks, whatever the case is that we have to control. And then we want to seize those, those opportunities. But if we lose it during the stressful times, if we don't take advantage of what we can during the times where we can't control everything, then we're starting at square one every time we have this clean slate. Um, so, so again, it comes down to, I mean, ultimately, fuck motivation. It's it's nice when you have it. You've got to have your your motivators to be able to pull on to help you get your ass moving in the right direction. But if you are solely relying on just being motivated to get to the gym, there's going to be a lot of days where it just doesn't happen. And you're going to wonder why, well, should I've been doing this for three or four months and I haven't made much progress. I've had a good week and I've had a bad week. It's because you're you're letting motivation in the moment dictate your your today's success, which dictates your months and your your couple months success. 
Um, so those are all, all crucial, crucial pieces to kind of focus on with this, you know, like I said before, um, we can also interchange their momentum with discipline. Um, I, I think we talked about this a little bit on, on the call last week, but it's raising whatever your baseline is. Um, what is, what is your, your baseline of healthy habits look like during your worst weeks? And, you know, that used to be maybe zero workouts. And if it was zero workouts, it was poor sleep. It was, you know, just eating junk food or eating whatever is efficient, fast food wise, stuff like that. So we always want to raise that, that baseline, be disciplined to the things we always can control. Water intake is something we can always control. Most times or not, we can get our asses in bed and try to be asleep by a certain time. Most days, you know, I, I've given a lot of uh, new clients recommendation of go on a 10 minute walk a day, um, ideally 30 minutes, but everybody can commit to, 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 to 10 minutes. It could be zero degrees outside and you could still get in a 10 minute walk. It could be 110 degrees outside and you could still get in a 10 minute walk. Literally anybody can do that. So if you say, hey, I'm going to commit to this 10 minutes and I'm going to be super disciplined on this. There's going to be plenty of days that week that I don't want to go on that walk. But then when you say to yourself, well, shit, it's only 10 minutes. I have zero excuse to not go get this in other than I'm just not motivated. You're going to go on that walk. And then worst case scenario, you only get 10 minutes in, but you can still check out, check off that box and said, you know, what? I did what I needed to do. Um, I did the bare minimum that was still better than absolutely zero. Um, but then, like I said, most days, if you just get going on that walk, you start, you know, you get your shoes on, you get out the door and you start walking. 10 minutes goes by like that. And now you just hit a, hit a 20 or a 30 or 40 minute walk. And eventually that, that new baseline of what your minimum walk of 10 minute used to be now, most times it's probably going to be 30 or 40 minutes. So it's just about controlling what you can with this stuff. Um, I'll pause real quick. Um, ladies that are on the call, any, any, any thoughts on, you know, are you currently relying on motivation in the past? Have you relied on motivation? And has that been potentially what your downfall is? You don't need to answer if you don't want to, obviously you just kind of think about it. I'll take a sip as you guys think. I, um, have kind of kept my eyes and ears open to what other moms with young kids their routines and um how they've been operating to maintain uh, health goals and one mom that um receives assistance like i do with thriving lives of creating goals is she made an instagram post that said don't rely on motivation rely on discipline and i thought that really hits home because there's so many days where I feel unmotivated or unenergetic and the discipline that Marcus is trying to instill in me is that this is a goal I have and these are the reasons that I'm doing it. And so to just hold that in the forefront of my mind when things are hard and the motivation is lacking. Yeah, no, that, that's that's 100% um, accurate, accurate, Krista. Um, is, is, is that discipline is, is what, what can you can control today? Another way to kind of hammer that, that, that point home is, um, you know, there's so many things that, you know, you guys as moms, um, as, as all of us do that we don't want to do, um, and motivated or not, we don't, honestly, I'm never motivated to, to pay my bills other than for the fact of, I got to keep a house over our head. You know, I've got to keep the water running, all that good stuff. So that's the motivation with that, but I'm not looking forward to doing that. I'm not looking forward to take out the trash. I never look forward to doing the dishes or doing laundry. 
Um, now I'm grateful for the opportunity to be able to do all those things and that I have the, the abilities to do those things, but ultimately I'm never looking forward to those things. I don't, and I, I can't imagine that really many people are, but we all do it. Even the, 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 the people out there that really truly lack motivation in every sense of, of, the, of the word, they're still getting some of these baseline things done every single day, every single week, because it, it shit that has to get done. Um, now the, the unfortunate thing is, is that we see, when I say we, I don't, I mean, but I guess even myself is we see health as an option. It's a may do. It's not a must do. It's, um, I can do it today, but if I don't do it today, uh, I can do it later. Um, a lot of people it's, you know what, I know that changing my life and, and eating healthier and exercising more and sleeping better, they're all needs. Um, to live a long, healthy life. But you know what? It's tough to do right now. So I'll wait till it becomes easier. And if you're not intentional about when that actually is, then it's literally never going to happen. And then before you know it, something just just flips one day, uh, you know, a, a switch does, and you're, you're going downhill very, very fast. Um, you know, I've used my grandma as an example of that in, in the past. You know, she got away with 65 70 years of living extremely unhealthy. Um, so it's, 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 it's a blessing that she was able to make it that far. Um, but just a, living a really unhealthy lifestyle, but it never really caught up with her until it did. And then there was real, it was, it was just a, a quick slope to a lot of sadness. Um, so, so, you know, ultimately so many people are, they're just putting shit off, putting shit off. It's shit that we have to do. Um, you know, exercising to, to some extent doesn't have to be super intense. Doesn't have to be something you hate doing. Um, you know, that's kind of part of my job as a, as a physical education teacher is teaching kids, not just team sports that they're going to stop after 18 years old, but things they can do for, for a lifetime. You know, what are, what are the ways they are passionate to, to move their bodies? And it's kind of, it, to me, I see that as my job to, to give them opportunities to see, that they actually do enjoy their moving their bodies. They might always hate running. I don't really like running, but they're going to find something that they enjoy um, movement wise, but it's, it's because it's, it's a, it's an absolute need for us, but too many people see it as a, I don't have to do it or I, I, I know I have to do it, but I don't have to do it now. Um, so point is, you know, treat, treat those healthy habits as things that you have to do that you have no option to do. Um, you know, I see that as meal prepping. As long as I've been doing it, I don't necessarily enjoy meal prepping, but I enjoy not having to think about my food the rest of the week. I enjoy not having to scramble or go out and spend money on dinners five nights a week because I'm just unprepared. I don't have the right things at home. Um, you know, I'm not coming home at seven o'clock after training clients and be like, shit, now I got to cook dinner. Um, and, I, and again, once we have a, a baby on hand, I'm like now that's going to be even more difficult. So that meal prep, while I don't really want to do that on a Saturday or Sunday, I know that's setting myself up for success. I don't have to deal with all these other negatives that are going to happen because I didn't do that one little thing. I didn't sacrifice that little bit of time ahead of time to, to then enjoy the rest of my week and enjoy all the fruits of my labor and every other way that it happens. Um, so, so even though these are things that don't have to get done so that we can live, um, if we start putting them in the same categories of things like that, then they're going to get done. And there's going to be a lot more days that are easier and more enjoyable that you have to, uh, you don't have to talk yourself into doing nearly as often as what we do when we first get started. Um, and that's the other thing that, you know, I tell a lot of clients on our, on our initial consult calls that, 
you know, right now you're excited. Right now you are motivated on this phone call. You are so excited. You're itching to get started. You're itching to feel better and all that good stuff. But between now and you getting to where you want to be, there's going to be way more hard days. There's going to be way more days that you don't want to do this um, than there are that you do want to do this. And it's important that those, you know, it's, it's important to recognize that those are the days that are the most important in terms of your longevity of all, with all this stuff. You will crash and burn if you are giving up on the days that you just aren't feeling it. Um, and again, you aren't feeling it. it. You're here because you haven't been feeling it for the past handful of years. You haven't been prioritizing these things. So now that you're here, put put the damn work in to, to, to make it happen. Um Ladies, if you guys have anything else to to chime in with that, please please go ahead and add it on to it. Um, I'm gonna keep yakking though. I've got this uh, this check in that I want to kind of talk about really quick. Um, but again, pop in and, and please let me know if you guys have anything to add to all that stuff. Um, so this client that I'm about to talk about right now, she's been with me for X amount of time, a handful of months. She's made amazing progress, and every week I look forward to her check ins. They're, they're probably some of my longest check-ins that I read each week. But, you know, as with always, I'm going to match your energy. The more energy you're giving me, the more questions you're asking, the more in-depth your reflection is, the more I'm giving you. If you give me two or three word responses on your check-ins, you know, number one, I'm assuming that you're just flying through it, not taking that serious. Or maybe there's just really nothing else on your mind that you really want to share with it. Um, so I'm never really upset with that. It's just that, you know, if you give me six paragraphs, I'm probably going to match that back or at least close to it. So, um, and that's not to say, hey, just talk my ear off. Obviously, it needs to be things that are are pertaining to what we're talking about. But so, um, so like I said, this client's been doing absolutely amazing. In the time with me, she's only had probably a handful of weeks that have been, you know, quote unquote, bad weeks. But I always like to remind her, okay, where did, what did your bad weeks used to look like versus now? And they're night and day. Now her, her worst weeks are what her, her her best weeks used to look like. But so this check-in wasn't, wasn't so good for her. She said, um, I'll just kind of read through it. It's a little bit long, but let me just kind of, you know, bear with me here. I didn't, uh, so I don't need to go through what all the questions were, but she says, I didn't follow my meal plan well. My last check-in was the beginning of a horrible six-day flu for my youngest. It was misery for her and she barely could sleep. So I wasn't either. So Thursday through Saturday, I ate whatever I could get in. I was incredibly sleep deprived until Sunday when she finally stopped waking up with her throwing up at night. Monday, I got back on good sleep and water as a goal. Um, I tried to hit my uh, my moderate macro numbers, but was almost sick making myself eat so much. And this is probably because she hadn't been eating before, probably because her, her stress is super high during that time. So her appetite is way less, which is, I think, what 50-50% of people go through. You know, when you get super stressed, you're not hungry at all. When you get super stressed, all you can be is hungry. Um, I kind of felt like the very beginning when the food felt like so much, I hit my numbers Tuesday and Wednesday and my sleep is improving every night. I feel like I completely fucked myself over the, the past week, but it was just pure survival mode. So I did. Uh, so I just did what I could Monday and on throughout the rest of the week. Um, in terms of macros, I was all over the place until Monday, which would have been a low day based on what I could choke down. Tuesday and Wednesday, I hit the medium or the moderate carb numbers. Um, let's squeeze. All right. So my workouts consisted of washing and rewashing items that had throw up on them. This is just making me so excited to have a kid. Um, but I try to move around Tuesday and Wednesday. The goal is to hit 10,000 steps. So this client prior to thriving lives was probably barely scratching the surface of 5k steps a day. 
since uh, probably after about month one, she's averaging at minimum 10K steps a day. And a lot of days, a lot of weeks, she's getting 15,000 steps in. And that's just from being more active, just making more mindful choices with it. Um, and of course, she's going on walks and things like that. Um, how did you sleep this week? I didn't uh, want to even see, I didn't even want to see anymore. So I took my Fitbit off uh, until Monday, meaning she just struggled so much on sleep. She said Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, I think I slept at 12 hours total. So an average of probably four hours a night, which if that was me, I would also be feeling miserable. Um, constant stress all week. Digestion was also a mess. Felt so bloated from being deprived of sleep, which is 100% right. That lack of sleep is definitely messing with her digestion. Another aspect of that, which we talked about before, is that lack of sleep. I'm sure the stress of having a sick kid, all is raising your cortisol levels. You're in go, go, go mode. Plus you have this plan that you're trying to follow and you're not able to follow it. So that's going to be another little incremental uh, stress addition and, and elevation of cortisol. So digestion was going to be totally off. Her appetite was probably way off. She was bloated because of all those things, all that good stuff. Um, how was energy um, this week? Energy sucked even Monday and on. I'm trying to push myself, but she still feels completely depleted. And this was on a Thursday. Um, I will say I was, I was in the thick of it for many days and had to sleep next to my daughter since we were up so much and she didn't get sick. 100% know it's because of my supplements and lifestyle changes. So that was amazing. So she's pointing out there that, hey, because of all the habits I've had over the past handful of months and what I've even been able to do recently, like during that week uh, of high stress, laying and sleeping next to a sick kid, she still didn't get sick. Um, boom, boom, boom. So then how hungry were, were you this week, Thursday to Sunday? I was craving carbs and sugar so horribly, again, due to stress. Haven't felt like this the entire time. She hasn't had a whole lot of crazy stressful weeks like this. I kept it as healthy as I could though. Halo, uh, Halo top ice cream, pita chips and hummus when I really wanted to just destroy an entire pizza. So this is another thing that so many people like, did she necessarily hit her macros? No, she didn't hit her macros. However, what her cheats would have used to look like, say she was on a diet or not on a diet, is she would have just went and smashed a pizza. She would have smashed you know, regular ice cream. She would have ate regular laced potato chips or something like that, but she swapped those things out. So did she still give in to the stress and still stress eat? Yes. But again, she's been controlling all the controllables leading up to this week. This week, everything was completely off, which included her stress and contributed her, her meal choices, but she still made a good mindful decision to reach for the halo top, which, hey, you can go through a whole pint of that and only have less than 400 calories. Versus a Ben and Jerry's where you're going to have 1,500 calories in that same pint. So she picked the lesser of the evils there. Uh, so controlled chaos, I guess, question mark is what she said. Uh, returned back to her plan on Monday. I had no appetite and I'm back to setting phone alarms to fit in my meals like she did in January. So she saw herself getting off track um, and struggling with things, you know, managing all the stress and stuff like that. So she went back to setting alarms. I tell so many people here, if you're missing check-ins, if you are missing your meals, if you're missing your water intake, Set alarms. We every single one of you here, you're on Thrive. You're you're in Thrive Alliance, which means you have a, the Thrive Alliance uh, training app. You have a phone that has alarms. You have silent reminders you can set. You have to do lists on your phone. Whatever your method is of getting shit done, put it in there so you get it done. Be intentional about it. Do you have to set alarms of your meal times for the rest of your life? No, but you. If that's what you need to get to get into a healthy routine, then do what you got to do. Same thing with water take. Same thing through check ins. We should never miss our check-ins. Um, if I didn't write it into my to-do list, I might miss my check-ins with my coach. But on my to-do list that I check every single day to manage clients, to manage work functions, to manage social stuff, to manage even my macros. I have on there what my macros are every day. 
go log your macros, go plan out your meals. And that's somebody who's been doing this for well over 10 to 15 years. So again, if I need those little reminders, it's probably safe to say that you guys do too. Um, if you struggled with anything this week, please tell me what and reflect on why it did not go well. Everything was a fucking struggle, man. I've never seen a more sick kid. Things turn around after getting some nausea medicine Saturday from our doctor, but there was a real possibility she was going to end up in the hospital for dehydration. Again, highly, highly stressful stuff. Uh, I'm not looking forward to any of this. Um, I was prepared for it. So even when I was laying down, uh, my mind was nonstop stress, but we survived. She's back at school. Nobody else got sick. Um, also, I didn't pressure myself. All bets were off, kind of like your, your metaphor on burners on the stove. Uh, my only focus was keeping my kid comfortable and out of the hospital. Luckily, I have an amazing spouse, this is also key, um, who stepped up in a major way with meal prepping for me so I wouldn't completely fuck up this week. Um, also picked up, you know, cleaning, some other stuff, um, helping out their son and stuff like that. So, you know, luckily, and it's because, you know, not everybody is going to have the, the most supportive spouse in all these ways. Maybe they're not going to go meal prep, but hopefully they can kind of pick up the slack in some of these ways. In this situation, he was able to meal prep for, and that's probably because he saw that, God damn, she's, she's thriving every single week with this stuff. She has a week where she physically can't do this, um, you know, get to the meal prep because she's taking care of our sick daughter. So he did that for her, which was awesome of him. Um, and I actually messaged him and just said, Hey, you know, it really helped out your wife this week to, to help you do that. That was amazing. Um, she said, what are your goals for this coming week? I want to get my steps back up, um, even though her baseline, even during this worst week, was about 10,000 steps a day, at least half of those days. Um, she's still, that's a priority, which is great. But this weekend is a tough one coming up. We have family, yada, yada, yada. She has some things coming up this weekend, um, or this last weekend, I guess. Um, she said that this is also great as well. Another huge sign of progress. I'm going to be active and drink water, but I plan on having a family meal Friday, Saturday, and Sunday with her family that's coming in town. I'm not going to be perfect, but these moments are kind of like a holiday for me, as they should be. If you have relatives from out of town and they come in town, you know, only every so often, that is kind of like a holiday. Enjoy that stuff. She said, I planned out all of our menus so I have healthy options. Um, I put a lot of thoughts into making it work. So I'm sure in this situation, she has them coming in. I don't know if they're staying with her or what the situation is, but either way, they're going to be having a couple of family meals. And since she's the one that's kind of hosting, she's planning out the meal. So she's making sure that maybe, maybe the rest of the family is going to be eating something less, less healthy or whatever the case is, but she's planning out her own situation to make it work that way. She's not having to make big sacrifices. She has her goals that she's not having to sacrifice. Maybe maybe just a touch a bit, but not a whole lot at all. So she's still prioritizing her goals, but also going to be prioritizing that family time. And she's not having to let go of anything to make those things happen. And she's doing this still off the rebound of having that sick kid, of having another kid as well, kind of taken care of. So, you know, I'm sure that this this last week for her to have that extra planning after the tough week she had very, very difficult, but it's weeks like this. I'm sure she wasn't motivated to do half of that stuff. She was probably motivated because she didn't feel that good, but energy wise, there's no way she was motivated, but she prioritized making that stuff happen. Um, how can I better support you right now? Uh, what else do you need from me? She said, I'm okay. Not looking forward to my pictures or weight as really so many people are, especially after you had tough weeks like that, but that's life. And the most important thing was doing, uh, was Monday and doing what I was, uh, what I could and getting better every day since then. That is a moment I typically quit and sabotage all my hard work. And this is exactly where is it, proud as I am of, of every single thing this client has done physically and has, has changed her body composition, has changed her health, has changed her digestion and her energy and confidence and all that good stuff. It's this right here that to me 
points out the, the massive importance of checking in. If she was somebody who didn't check in, number one, she wouldn't have gotten all the results she's had in, in the past handful of months. Number two, she would have never got to this point in her mindset. Like she said, that is a moment I, I would typically quit and sabotage all my hard work because in one week she would have thrown away you know, months of hard work to get to this point right here. And then she would probably have a terrible rebound. Uh, and because we have been cutting, so she has been eating a little bit less food, she would go back to the surplus of food and gain all that weight back even faster than she lost it and probably end up in a worse spot than even before she started Thriving Lives because she didn't, she wouldn't have reverse dieted to get those calories up high enough again. Um, so she didn't do that stuff. And that to me is just the biggest win I could see here. Um, how do you feel about this week's check-in? As you can see, this is a long check-in, but every aspect of it, she is doing deep reflection, which is what has allowed her to get to this point that she can bounce back after potentially the worst week she's ever had, definitely the worst week she's had with me, um, and bounce back. I feel like I navigated the best I could. It really came out of nowhere, but that's how illnesses work. Exactly. She couldn't plan for this. And even if she could plan for this, she still had to control all the weeks leading up to this point. Um, but that's how illnesses work. Old blank, I'm not going to say her name, would have fallen off and continued the party all week long because she felt so sorry for herself and for quitting on herself. So this would have been a compounding thing over the next couple of months. New blank, her, had all the tools. Um, thanks to her wonderful husband to not make Monday a complete disaster. Getting my macros back to where they needed to be was important and kind of frustrating, but that took a, that it could, took a couple of days. Um, but I got back to the basics and felt confident, even if I was, if it was only water and sleep goals. So she did exactly what I, what I preach always is control the controllables, her food, even though she, her husband meal prep for all that good stuff, she was so only able to con truly, truly control a couple different things. So that was exactly what she focused on. And then everything else came back with it. So she immediately, the moment she could build, um, some momentum back again, she took advantage of that. She didn't let that negative momentum start building up. She immediately flipped it and said, what is the positive momentum that I can build back up? Um, yeah. So, I mean, that I wanted to talk about that because there's so many amazing things within that check-in. And, and through all that, she only gained a pound, first off. That's a, that's a big win. But fuck, even if she would have gained 10 pounds, the mental progress that she demonstrated right there is exactly what we're after and exactly why check-ins are so, so, so important. In fact, it, it's it kind of, you know, it, it's spurring me to want to do another call on this stuff about just simply how to be a good client and how to be a good client is going to ultimately lead you to how do you sustainably do this for the rest of your life without needing to pay coaches and trainers and this and that and this and that and struggling with your confidence and your nutrition and your longevity and your lifestyle habits and all that good stuff. If you just commit to doing that stuff, if you commit to the doing the check-ins, my ladies are on here tonight. You're committing to being here on this Zoom call. You might not have been motivated to. You might have want to do other shit. You might be half listening, half doing something else right now. That's all totally fine because you're still doing a piece of it that is helping you out with your own momentum and your own discipline. So I appreciate you guys being here. I absolutely love that check-in. Um, I'm going to give that that client of mine a, a, another big shout out there as well. But um, anyway. Ladies, any any thoughts, any ideas, any questions about anything I just mentioned with that client's check-in? No worries if not. Uh, oh, there we go. Sierra, what's up? Oh, I was just going to say, I loved her check-in too, just because a lot of the times I'm always talking to my husband. I'm like, wow, like, I'm just so happy that 
you know, even when I do have my bad days, like they're not like back in the day because I totally feel that about eating a whole pizza. Like it's funny, but it's not funny. But I'm just kind of happy that like my bad days are not like bad days anymore. Horrible. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Cause yeah, those bad days were not bad days. They were just disgusting. So yeah, yeah I'm just kind of proud of myself that where I'm at and now I don't feel bad about having quote unquote bad days anymore because they're not bad days they're just you know days where you're just a little bit lazy on your diet but you just get back to it one 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 hundred percent um and you know after that's that's the thing with it is that there's there's so many compounding effects of you had a bad day so then you made bad choices but then those bad choices then make you feel worse even the following day and whatever was happening bad the following day is probably going to happen today as well but now you're in a worse state to deal with it because you're stressed about your choices from yesterday, which usually lead to to more poor choices. Um, so, so yes, yeah, it, it's 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 so important to give yourself grace for those tough days. And again, if you, when you're having a bad day, also try to point out the wins. That's why, um, and this is an update on everybody's um, check-ins, but you know, give me some wins. And so, if, if the ladies are on the call or anybody who's listening, if your check-ins don't currently have that question on there, that say. Uh, you know, what are some, 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 some other wins you had this week? It could be, I had a horrible week, but all I did was control my water. I, I focus on at least that one thing. I want to have that one win every day. Um, you know, or it could be something completely different, completely off topic from even your health goals and stuff like that. Is it we changing your mindset is also changing the things that you are giving energy to. So if you're only giving energy to the negative things, the negative things will continue to compound and that will be where your mindset is. Whereas if you're trying to look for the good in things, you're trying to look for the positives, you're trying to look for the things you did well, then those are what's going to start sticking out to you a lot more. So Sierra, I'm happy that that kind of resonated with you, that, that check-in. That's awesome. All right, ladies. Well, if you guys don't have anything else for me... Um, yeah, I, I love that. I love that check-in. Um, good talk on... Uh, discipline and momentum versus motivation. So uh, if you're listening to this right now, I would highly encourage, I mean, please, please communicate when you are feeling like you are lacking motivation because sometimes it is just a matter of we need to circle back to why you started in the first place. We need to circle back to what were those things. If you have children, those should be a giant motivator. You are trying to be a role model for them. So if you are giving into bad habits, bad ways, lack of emphasis on your healthy habits, that will be their future more than likely as well. Um, outside of that, though, if it is bad blood work that you had and that's a motivator, then that's got to lead the charge as well. Um, if it's just you just want to get your goddamn confidence back, then that needs to be your focus right now. Um, having the um, Sierra says I'm freezing up. Sorry, see, I don't know why that's happening. But anyway, though. Now I'm just kind of rambling anyway. So ladies, thank you for being on the call. Everybody, as always, thank you for listening and subscribing to Thriving Lives Podcast. Hopefully this stuff is is helping you guys out. Um, Please do share it with friends and family on social media and all that good stuff. But otherwise, though, ladies, I appreciate you guys being here. I will see you tomorrow on check-in day. And you guys have a great weekend.